Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello listeners, this is Ross from the General Witchfinders. Um, I'm coming to you today from deepest, darkest Cornwall, away on holiday with the family for half term, which means the next episode of the podcast is going to be slightly delayed. So I thought in order to give you something to listen to while you're waiting for our episode on The Wicker Man, I put together a little clip show for you. This features some bits of conversation from the first three films we covered in episodes one, two and three. Those are... Dracula AD 1972, The Curse of Frankenstein, and A Sapphire and Still Story. I hope you enjoy this, and if you haven't listened to the whole of these episodes yet, strongly recommend you go and download those. Still available in the same place where you downloaded this from. Hope this finds you well, and we will be back with you very soon. Happy day. Britain. An ancient kingdom with legends of violence, cruelty, and torment in its blood. Join your hosts, Ross, John, and James, as they bravely tread where few would dare. Witness their journey into the horrific history of British horror. They are... The General Witchfinders. John, you sound very posh, sir. Suddenly you've got your, your telephone voice on. Yeah, I'm doing what my nan used to do when she'd answer the phone. 515192. Point in the grave. Big, 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 <laughs> 4291, four, 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 <laughs> which was his phone number. <laughs> and I was thinking of, what's the number for all creatures great and small? Farad, Farad something? Oh, God, no. Anyway. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, but this isn't this isn't a um, all creatures great and small podcast. This is a podcast about British horror. <laughs> We may, you know, if we run out of things to watch, we may. Yeah. Was there a Halloween special of um? I, we... I really already think that that's probably a better idea for a podcast than what we're going to do, <laughs> which is where we talk about British TV shows if they had been horror, if yeah. it was a horror crossover. Themes. Yeah. So the old creatures, great and small, where the sheep gives birth to a, a chimera of um, say. <laughs> <laughs> a lamb and a gorilla or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and the, all creatures they're talking about are the creatures in the pit of hell. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That, that episode of Metal Mickey when uh, Mickey <laughs> kind of 
got possessed <laughs> by Pazuzu and ran amok. The, uh, my notes here are Warner Brothers' old logo, red. So the, ver- the version I watched on um, Amazon has had the uh, the old Warner Brothers logo removed. Yes, it was a, so, the new oh. one, wasn't it, with the music? Yeah. yeah. So if you remember the old red one, with which was like mm. three diagonal blobs. Yes, yes so, the white. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Red, white, and black. So the, the original um, one was that. And this is what I remember on the VHS version uh, that I recorded. And that started with... So when it started, it had the... Dracula. <laughs> so just to remind you what you're watching. Your new ringtone. Yeah. So that's gone now. But um, the other thing that I've written down is lurid red and great music. So I really liked the... Um, <laughs> so the music is brilliant at that point. Yes. And then obviously you've got the typeface, which is like this lurid red, which you, is like... You can't read because it's so over-stylized. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say... I, a gothic, a gothic font that you now see in bad yeah. tattoos yeah. <laughs> where people commemorate their, their, their poor quality offspring. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a red tattoo that says London 1872 on my arm. Yeah. Or Hyde Park. I can't remember which it says. Yeah. So I, my next notes are Scars of Dracula, bad continuity. Um, mm. It doesn't carry on from the previous film. So the previous film sees Dennis Waterman horrified to see Dracula struck by lightning and tumble off the top of his castle. (laughs) (laughs) But then you do have the great jump cut. Yeah, you know, forget 2001. Up there with 2001. Yeah! Um, you have a jump cut to the Forget Jumbo the Dawn Jet. of Man. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what we're, we're going to have. And then yeah. they pan down beep, to a load of concrete beep, motorways. Beep, well, I was about to say, it, it's, a, it's a couple of minutes. There was so much going on. I thought, oh, well, mm. we picked exactly the right thing to start off with. Cue an incredible <laughs> montage of, you know, shot by cinematographer Dick Bush. Magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> right. Of... Basically, the the Westway, London's Westway, <laughs> which would have been newly completed in 1972, featuring like a pattern that John's written it down as well. <laughs> literally written Westway traffic, London Steakhouse. Mine says magnificent and enticing shot. <laughs> what's the what's the shot of the steakhouse? A pun. <laughs> what do you mean? So for like steak in Dracula. What's the name of the the? The familiar in this, in this Johnny Alucard. Yeah, Johnny. Yes, Johnny Alucard. Johnny Alucard, who I I thought actually looked quite cool, and I would imagine this sort of character which would be better played by Malcolm McDowell. Joanne, <laughs> what I have written here, Ross, is he's like a proto Alex from Clockwork. Exactly, oh, yeah, from the what, same what, year. Something else you're going to like nice. even more is that yeah, I've just looked at Blood from. Mm. As in the mummy's tomb, and the suggestions are blood from anus, yes, blood, <laughs> blood from back passage, blood from rectum. None of these are canonical Hammer horror films. But John, I think we should make blood from anus. <laughs> that, that can be a spin-off from our. That's podcast. what we should have called the podcast. <laughs> It's probably, oh. an, it's probably an anagram of something. Yeah. Hang on. But from the mummy's Don't get Peter Cushion to work it out. It takes an age. 
and he's obviously never seen one of the Universal Hammer film, uh, Universal Horror films, where they also have a character called Alucard. Yeah, or any oh, episode of um, Doctor Who with a master in it. Did people wear wigs in the 70s? Yeah, m- my my mum had a wig, which yeah. uh, in the house, which I used to wear from time to time. <laughs> Wait, was... wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, back that one off over there, Ross. Yeah. You, you, you zip past that. When I used to make my, my pink panther costume, which was basically a pair of her tights on my legs, yeah. cut out the gusset and put my yeah. head through that and yeah. then put my arms through the other set of her tights and then dance in front of a mirror in the hall to the music this, from the this pink to panther. Me, that, this sounds like a, a scene they cut out of Silence of the Lambs, mate. <laughs> yeah. And this is just it's last like, year. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That's <laughs> what we do every Christmas. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we also missed the um the the scene where it's in the in the CCV goes through a um car wash. Car wash. Car wash. Yeah. I love the car wash. They debate the merits. Yeah. They debate the merits yeah. of, of attending a black mass. Yeah. Yes. A car wash. So you don't see Grace Jones murder Patrick McNee in the same uh, car wash, <laughs> but it's a similar vibe. <laughs> you see, also you see the guy Joe scares them wearing a rubber mask. So I've written yeah. Joe prick in mask. It, uh, but he, um, he, he as, sings a bit of Mungo Jerry as he goes yeah, into the church. Yeah, I said that. Joe hums in the summertime as he's going into the church. And then as they go in, they don't seem to notice or question why the altar, massive sheet over it, which says D. D on it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which um, Johnny Atkillard was up all night embroidering. Yeah. J- James, um, did you go and see Mungo Jerry? No. Um, he lives very, very close to me. I, I can point out his... Well, he used to, anyway. This was a good few years ago now. I, he's I passed over say, now, hasn't he? Well, no, I think he's still with this Ray Dorset. No. It I'm, is sure, I'm sure Mungo Jerry's passed over, James. Sorry to tell oh, you. I, I think Ray's still still out and about. And his dog, Boogie. <laughs> That's what his dog was called. Because <laughs> a friend of mine, who I remain nameless, just because his mum used to walk their kind of dog at the same time and kind of built up a, uh, a sort of a fledgling friendship. And this was round about the time that Shaggy had uh, covered in the summertime. And she found out that he didn't mind the cover version because he approved of the money, but he didn't like the fact that they changed the lyrics. Oh. oh. So, you know, Big I had like a, a, a Mungo Jerry hotline for a while. Um, and Wasn't it true know, that you... Mungo Jerry played uh, summertime three times every time he did a, uh, a gig over down in Dorset? Oh, sure. Sure, cool. But, you know, that's... You know that's that's like deep deep purple doing smoke on the water, isn't it? Like they go, they open with it, they finish with it, and they encore with it. Ray Dorset mm-hmm. is still alive. I stand corrected, but does he live in Dorset? Yes, he does. Yes. So Ray Dorset lives in Dorset. In Dorset, yes. That's a that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're named after a county, you have to live in the county you're named after. If your name is Tim Somerset, you have to live in Somerset. Brian Kent. <laughs> police go to the van house and household to form the uh stuffy beach and that the uh first goes has been killed and to get some mm-hmm. more information great scene yeah and then they recommend that van housing gives his uh granddaughter a sleeping tablet to, to put her to yeah! sleep that bit was mental yeah. while he's dressed as keith richards in 1966 <laughs> just Give her a sleeping pill, <laughs> and then she has Man a should be fine. A Palenberg. So she has yeah. like a night, yeah. a, a sweaty <laughs> nightmare whilst um, the uh, Johnny Atkins has been turned into a vampire. Where, where mm-hmm. then her grandfather comes up and does quite a lot of groping around her breasts. 
Um, in order to put the, the crucifix up on Paul Lee was in mourning, Ross. <laughs> Peter Cushing. <laughs> Peter Cushing was in mourning. I'm sorry. The Christopher yeah. Lee was just in mourning yeah. for J.R. <laughs> Tolkien. <laughs> We've missed the... The, the classic. The, the, the anagram. <laughs> right, okay. If you want to extrapolate on that, go ahead. Okay, well, there was a moment in which we... J- Johnny Alucard. <laughs> we, we see... Peter Cushing, Van, Peter Cushing, as Van, yeah, Peter Peter Cushing, Cushing. As Van Helsing, who we're told is an expert, and we've seen has written numerous books on the occult. So he's clearly not been hit with a stupid yeah. stick at all. And we see him writing yeah. down Alucard <laughs> on a piece yeah. of paper, and then underneath, and then lines, lines coming out, which then just spell <laughs> Dracula, even though it's just, Alucard is just yeah. Dracula backwards. It's not even an anagram. It's not even an anagram. He doesn't yeah. need to draw the lines. <laughs> but it does make a really nice logo for Dracula. <laughs> and they should have... Oh, that's our T-shirt. It's the first they T-shirt, are. guys. Should... Yeah, think... absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's And then a great he just idea. drops this knowledge I... on uh, Scotland Yard later. Yeah. He says to Detective yeah. Murray, yeah. oh, and by the way, Alucard backwards is Dracula. Bang. Say that one, Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Game over. What I really like is you've got this young, lithe, kind of Jagger esque vampire, and you've got really Grandpa coming in in his (laughs) cardigan. The cardigan is is a Harrington Mac and his um, um, yeah cardigan. And he's like, Johnny, where is she? And then he throws what looks like a massive black dildo. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of his black mass candles. Yeah. Oh, it's like he throws a huge black dildo at Johnny Alucard. <laughs> and then they have this brilliant brawl where um, Peter Cushing is stabbed. And then he throws a Bible in the in uh, the coffee table come coffin. Yeah. Um, and then... I'm, I'm <laughs> And then, obviously, the denouement of this whole sequence is um, uh, uh, Peter Cushing uses a mirror to reflect the sunlight to um, kind of bash uh, Johnny Alucard into his bathroom, where he goes into his bathroom, pulls the skylight, the, the, the room is filled with light, and he falls in the bath, and then he, you, you know, the old-fashioned uh, vampire cannot, cannot cross running water, running water is a shower, and then he melts in his bath. Well, not doesn't really melt. He gets a little bit of like kind he's of got, PVA glue. He's on got his PVA on his face. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, again, my only thought was not like that. Oh my god! I just thought, wow, what a bathroom. Yeah, because of that skylight. And yeah, the yeah. Bar- and I, I felt like, like wow. I felt like we could have set up that the skylight at some point earlier in the film, so we knew that was yes. going to happen. It was coming. Yeah. However, that was my, it, it was great. Amazing. It was a great film. The bathroom looked fantastic. The, the music is brilliant. The pacing is brilliant. The editing is brilliant. The bit where he goes, "You can rot in hell." <laughs> as he dies in the shower is brilliant when you see Dracula you're a bit like oh here we bloody go it's again. perfunctory isn't it the ending yeah. is perfunctory Stephanie Beecham yeah. does nothing yeah. these days well she... I wouldn't call that nothing James in that dress <laughs> Ben Housen goes off to the, um, the, the the scene of the murder no policeman again <laughs> yeah, it goes back to the church where there now been oh, two murders. We're not going to put any police around the church. Look, we've got 
Our police officers, our dedicated metropolitan police officers, are busy going to people yeah. who are just crashing parties without yeah. invites. Yeah. They haven't eight, got time. Eight people at that. They haven't that got time party. for murder investigations. Yes. Standing out, there's two policemen stood outside the Cavern Club where they've been dealing pot. Uh, that's it. Where they've been dealing pot and LSD. Yeah, <laughs> where, they, where they've had two murders in the church, there's no one there. Oh, than that, that's fine. It's done now, isn't it? They're dead. Yeah. What so else goes in that, here? So he he digs a hole. Yeah. Puts, puts some stakes in the hole. Yeah. Takes brilliant. ages covering up with grass. Yeah. Nice. Um, goes and puts a um a, a, a the, the um crucifix around her neck again. Tucks it inside her uh, inside her top. The bosom. Yeah. She's in some kind of vampiric stupor yeah. at this trance. time. Yeah. 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 A trance. Yeah. Accidentally knocks her bosoms about three or four times, <laughs> which wobble quite considerably. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, waits for the sun to come down. Uh, we, we don't find out why she's uh, suddenly. Uh, we don't find no. out why or how she's been got to that church or put in a different dress. Yeah. Or where uh, Dracula where Dracula is. We don't know where Dracula is in, in the daytime. Fine. He disappears. Yeah. yeah. Um. He he says one good line, which yeah. I've forgotten. Which is about like I I commanded armies or something. Yeah. yeah. So that's you play your brains against mine, mine who have commanded armies of blah 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 blah. That is a, a line from Dracula the book, oh. and Christopher Lee insisted that that was put in the script because otherwise he wouldn't do it because he was too busy doing like films abroad in Spain, getting like a hundred grand a film to appear for five minutes in a film about like the Maquis de Sade or something like that. <laughs> so then they have a, a slow chase up um, a spiral staircase. Yeah, which is quite good, quite yeah. atmospheric. Yeah, but he doesn't need to keep stopping and turning around. And like he's 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 been there for ages <laughs> setting up this trap out in the um, graveyard and then he runs up the stairs. Why? Why? He's a maverick thinker, Ross. <laughs> yeah. That's what Dracula would expect. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> and I can't remember what happens. Does he just run outside then? Peter Cushing just runs outside Yeah. Then. Yeah, and then um, falls, and falls over, uncovers the pit covered in yeah. spikes, which yeah. is really badly yeah. covered. Yeah. Dracula stands staring at it with his <laughs> yeah. hair, hair all like, messy. <laughs> hair awry. And then slips and falls in. <laughs> yeah, but no, he throws um, holy water over him, doesn't he? Oh, yes, he, he does, yes. Does. And that's when he slips. So he slips, he falls in, and then surprisingly gory, Peter Cushing hits him with a spade. To push him through. Yeah, I thought he was going <laughs> to chop his head off with the spade yeah, at that point. Yeah, and then pushes him through and a big load of, a big bubble of blood comes out, which I thought was quite surprisingly gory, actually. But um, And then we go, rest in peace forever. <laughs> the end. Rest end. in final peace. I just want to look like a wizard. Mission accomplished. <laughs> or, or one of wizards. Wizards. <laughs> Was, is it one of wizards who tried to engage the race west, or was that Slade? No, Slade. It was. Oh, who's the guitarist? Oh, super Yob. Uh, Dave Hill. Dave Hill. Well done. It, Dave Hill? Well, yeah. it is Dave Hill. Yeah. He tried to get engaged. Race west. Yeah. Free Fred. No. In, while she's in prison. You are joking. Whenever I watch a film like this, I like to imagine the kind of extras and kind of whatever they call them these days, you know, the background artists Mm. in the 50s, leaving the studio, getting in like some kind of 1950s car and just driving home through the streets of London in the 1950s. And I like to imagine their life outside of the film. Yeah, sort of take away the boring actual (laughs) watching of the film. I I didn't find it boring, Ross, to be honest. Oh dear, another another one he doesn't like. The thing that I've noted down here is that he, when he starts to recount his tale, I know he's supposed to be arrogant, and I know yeah. you know, that's the, the, like the folly, but he starts talking about his own life, and I thought, who does this? He goes, oh, well, you know, as a young man, I always had a brilliant intellect. <laughs> and immediately, as, you know, I am a teacher, you know, that's my job, I immediately thought, I'll be the judge of that young man. <laughs> And I have to say, in terms of the sound and the sound design, I've written down, this sounds like a lot of experimental gigs and art shows that I've been to. <laughs> yeah. James, were you there when when John was a, a brain in a vat for a philosophy lecture? Uh, no, you've told me about no, it. No, we got a, a cauliflower, put it into a, um, a, ju- a, a vat. A, a vat uh, with some dry ice and um, yeah. wires. There was, no dry, there was no dry ice uh, in this. In my memory, there was dry ice, and then John sat, I was, sat underneath I was, the desk. With... I was under a desk talking through a, a, a like a ring modulator to make my voice go like Doctor Clive, Doctor Clive, and then he, he did a whole um, wrote, read out his um, presentation about why we know we're not vat, brains in vat. Because I knew what I'd written was absolute rubbish. I thought the only way I can pull the wool over anyone's eyes is to turn this into a performance. Yeah, and. Uh, I, I don't think I succeeded, to I... be honest. And I wrote down, hands of an artist, the perfect physique, 
and the mature brain of a genius. <laughs> I think it's like the three of us, isn't it? If you put them all together. <laughs> yeah. Who, who's who, though? Cleaver's the physique. <laughs> James is a genius and you've got the hands. James is the brain and, I, and I've got hands. We then have that kind of sequence of basically him harvesting body parts mm. to make his yes. perfect human inverted commas. Although intersped with that, we then get the arrival of his cousin who, hold up a minute, we then find out he's going to get married to. And what I've just put here is, did they learn nothing from the Spanish royal family? <laughs> My, my daughter asked me at that point, can you do that? And I was like, no, oh, I don't know. No, don't do that. <laughs> Jerry Lee so Lewis, st- the killer, did it, didn't he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point well made. But yeah, so, but then we then also find out. Chased across three states. I what fa- I've written down is that that mm. part basically is the relationship between Rene in a lower low and all, <laughs> and, and all of his female staff. Mimi Lebon. Yeah, because she sounds exactly like, oh, Rene, <laughs> oh, Victor. Don't call me Victor. Call me Hair Baron. <laughs> Hairy Baron. Hairy Baron. You stupid woman. <laughs> Oh, if only Gordon Kay was in there. The wisest man in Europe, but also its most gullible fool. <laughs> so he falls for, oh, if you, if you just stand back just a bit, to... you'll be able to see the picture better. <laughs> what? Well, I can't stand like very far back because this is the smallest set. Uh... Look out, man! At which point he then, like, turns round. He, like, turns 180 degrees for some inexplicable reason. And, like, uh, Peter Cushing pushes him over the back, over the uh, stairs. But it was a pretty good fall. Looked pretty nasty. Obviously, a completely di- different man hit the ground. Indeed. But... Yeah. I, put, I, I put that he de-aged 70 years during <laughs> the fall. But he hit the ground, though. His head, he, he landed face first. Yeah. And this is where my wife said, oh, he did a full scorpion at that point because his legs backed up <laughs> over his back. But apparently the, um, the the stuntman missed the mat on the floor and did bits, yeah, yeah. And, and hit the real floor and almost killed himself at that point. Yeah, I've written the fall is genuinely sickening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what the band? Yeah. Yeah. Lex on uh, Frankenstein uh, working in a lab uh, with a Tesco agreement. Uh, no, that's my marking script. <laughs> We get the classic Frankenstein out in the out in the wild. Yes, yeah. And then this is when my daughter got very upset because um, she she was aware that there was going to be a blind man, and she doesn't like the idea of dis- disabled people being hurt in any way. So she's oh, going to hurt the going to hurt the blind man. Hurt the blind man. I said, I said, no, I don't know if there's not... a blind man in this one. And then then the, then the crankies t- came out of a bush. <laughs> <laughs> and the old the older cranky was was blind. I was like, oh, maybe he's going to get hurt. <laughs> First of all, it's a lost property sh- shop. It's for, for like these only exist in this and Bagpuss. <laughs> From my my little exposure to South I say it feels that what happens is if old things are brought into the present, that can yeah. allow time. To break yes. through, so I think oh. that's what, what's what's going on in this space. Uh, they've had so, a report of time breaking through in this in this building, so that, that's why they've been summoned there to try and fix that. And this this is an idea which I uh, which I really liked straight away. So they talk about these trigger items, which I thought was really interesting because 
I'm a big fan of Ghost Adventures with Zach Bagans on. Um, <laughs> I forget which channel it's on now. One to eight on Virgin, whichever one that is. It really, it might be on really. So Zach really? Bagans, like really with a question mark. Or... <laughs> uh, it might really? be, or it might be, might be an exclamation yeah. mark. Really? So Zach Bagans is the you know the ghost supremo, ghost ghost hunt supremo. They talk a lot about these kind of trigger items. They'll bring an item into a location to try and trigger the ghost interaction. <laughs> and, and that's an idea that I really enjoy. So if it's like, you know, if it's if it's American Civil War, Zach Bagans will dress up in like a, a an American Civil War outfit and then walk around in a field. Yeah. And then, or maybe lie down on the floor and pre- pretend to be dead in in the Battle of Gettysburg or something, <laughs> and and that will obviously bring the ghost back. Because, yeah, obviously, you know, obvious. Mm. Well, I've written down time break. I can't really remember what that means, but I quite mm. like the idea. And then I've written down xylophone oboe music is very hammer. Yes, so the, the the incidental music at this point is really hammer. It's like. On a xylophone, and then on an oboe, which <laughs> is my kind of music. Then every so often they play like a words and pictures sort of. Well, sort I was going to say yeah, that was that effect. undercut. That that's exactly. It. Ross, that undercut any kind of dramatic tension for me was that every time anything a bit supernatural happened, there was the rising tone of ring, which is exactly the same musical thing they used in the BBC's Rent-A-Ghost, whenever anyone was doing any form of magic at all. Maybe making pantomime horse Dobbin suddenly disappear and then appear in Christopher Biggins' department store. Who knows? But, you know, I was like, ring, oh, blimey, here we go again. Sapphire and still find themselves trapped in a photo. Yeah. And bearing in mind, this show went out primetime TV. A large chunk of the final episode is just a picture of a photograph. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the camera just shifting left to right, indicating who's talking. I thought, Amazing. they wouldn't do this now. Yeah. This really wouldn't happen. And yes. when, when we find out that, you know, the nemesis of the show is someone who can move through any photograph in the world. Joanna Lumley goes, can we follow him? And I've just written, not on this show's budget. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's not going to happen. But I thought now, if, if you were making it now, that's exactly what would happen. Yes. And it'd be far more cool and like, like diving through different dimensions of pictures and all the, all the rest of it. Whereas now it's like, no, we just have to hold up the same four pictures over and over again. <laughs> I think this is where the guy is uh, starts coming up the stairs. Yes, uh, and then he disappears. But then Ring. Sapphire can can make time go backwards. She's trying to make this guy reappear on the stairs so they can see what he looks like. Yes, um, again, Steel is just bellowing, just shouting at her, bellowing at her to Bring make, it back! make her Bring happen. It back! And she's having trouble doing it. But for me, that was one of the few parts in it which I felt was actually quite spooky. The the sound, yeah, the lo-fi. Uh, effects at that point were just were kind yeah. of like i said to beck sorry listeners i keep referring to my my wife when i'm doing the good lady wife yeah, so um, but this is someone i watch television with i said either mm. television from this sort of period has got an uncanny semblance to what my nightmares are actually like <laughs> or my nightmares 
have been been shaped, have been shaped yeah. by watching television at this sort of period when I was very impressionable. Yeah, yes. That's so, interesting. so what that looked like and what that sounded like is the kind of things I wake up from. Oh, and the setting as well, like the the dingy kind of stairs. That type of stairways is, is constantly recurring in my, my oh, dream. I, I but, love, I'd love to live in a house that looked like that. But then there's this bit where um, David McCallum is holding a photographic print and that starts glowing with heat. Mm-hmm. That's he right. He's it. surprised by hot paper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that is um, the, f- the front projection reflective stuff, which I can't remember the name. I think it's called mylar or something like that and you shine a light at it and it will direct it will reflect directly back into the camera lens making stuff look very very hot or reflective so if you remember guys the the cover of slade in flame <laughs> and who doesn't <laughs> yeah. So, yeah all of slade has stood there in very very reflective clothes for the brilliant film slade and but actually is the film called, just called flame or is it called Slade, Slade in, in Flame? flame. There was also a kid, do you remember that advert for about Get Yourself Seen? Seen? Yeah. <laughs> there was a kid Absolutely. who had like a silver suit, which oh, I, yes. I really, really wanted when I was <laughs> growing up. I think it's the same kind of stuff. To so that's like sure a theatrical that your effect. Yeah. can be seen yeah. late at Use night. Use some tape, tape if, if, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> and Get Yourself Seen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And get yourself clean as well. Get yourself clean. That's what haunts my dreams. <laughs> but how they conveyed this was just by her talking like this. I don't know, really. Um, and again, it was just a close-up on a bloody... Um, just of a, of a bozo. There was also lots of people sitting around listening to it. And that fact that was quite creepy, that people all... You're just watching people listening to a voice. Yeah. And, I, and I know that sounds crap, but yeah. it, it, it was quite creepy for me. Even... Well, I, find, I did find it immensely creepy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's... If you can maintain an atmosphere with the bare minimum of stuff... Mm. which is literally a photo and some people looking at a photo, you're doing quite a good job. You know, these days it would be massive pumping music, people screaming, like to digress slightly, I remember where the BBC redid Terry Nation's Survivors. Mm-hmm. Yes. In the noughties. I can't remember when in the noughties now. And some TV documentary compared the start of that, the original, which I think was like 1974, 1975, something like that, to the start of the the reboot. So the original, when the woman wakes up and finds that Peter Bowles is dead, her Mm. husband is Peter Bowles, he's dead, she goes outside and then it's like a crane shot looking down on her and then they compare it to the uh, 2005 version or whatever it was. 
It's a totally different thing. Massive crash zoom on her face. She's screaming. Like the music is like, da, 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 da. whereas the original one is just like this woman going outside and it's totally silent. It's yeah. and the, the impact when she realizes she's in a dead world. Silence is more effective. Yeah. yeah. The key part of it is silence because you're watching a bloody visual thing. So you don't need this constant like. They find some pictures where the mm. landlord of the house has been putting old pictures and new pictures together mm. and they said that is what released, what did it. released him not only that it was also him building a giant kaleidoscope machine which yeah. is so he can recreate the title sequence of strictly come dancing in his own <laughs> <laughs> so, but apparently this is what he was doing to impress the young and girl, girl yeah all girls are impressed by photographic techniques aren't they john well, yeah what they love is a is a, a like a slide sandwich d- put through a kaleidoscope everyone loves that <laughs> you have been listening to the general witch finders support the show and continue the conversation at patreon.com forward slash general witchfinders. Subscribe and spread the word at generalwitchfinders.com. Farewell. You don't have nightmares. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.